0: what's going on ladies and gentlemen sinks and inks and welcome to lactic acid i'm your host Dominic smith today we're releasing a very special episode because we are talking about the 2024 olympic marathon trials that will be held in orlando on february 3rd 2024 So just to catch you up, it was released on Monday, the time that the event will start, and on Tuesday, the course was finally announced. I know a lot of people were waiting on that. I know there's been some buzz on social media, so the goal of this episode, what we're going to talk about today, I live in Orlando, born and raised here, haven't left, understand downtown Orlando, having worked there, just having been there, still kind of work down there, Um, and I understand the weather scene. So we're going to talk about the chorus. I'm going to share what I know as far as what you can expect when it comes to shade and you know what the makeup of the course is. We're also gonna talk about the weather. What's the weather like in February? That's the big question. I know there's been a lot of assumptions, a lot of um, curiosity and a lot of nerves. Definitely seeing the nerves because of the reputation Florida has for being hot and humid. So we're gonna talk about all that on today's episode. I may not answer all the questions. I may not be the uh, definite weather expert, but I'm gonna do the best I can to give out the most accurate information that I can to you. So definitely hope it helps. And without further ado, let's get into it. So today we are looking back at what happened yesterday rather. So on Tuesday, it was announced in the ceremony around 1030, um, what the course for the marathon trials would look like. And on Monday evening, the time for the marathon was released. The men will kick off first. They're going to run at 12.10. The women will follow behind them. 10 minutes later, they're going to run at 12.20. So I know that sparked a lot of uh, unease to say because of the reputation Florida has for being so hot and humid. We're going to get to the weather part shortly. I want to talk about the course. So it is a 2.2 mile loop, and then they're going to run... Um, a three mile loop eight times. And so let me make sure I got that correctly because it's a very unique kind of setup where they're going to run. Uh, It is going to start, um, yes, three eight mile loops rather. So let me get that right. Um, One 2.2 mile loop and then three eight mile loops. The event will end at the amphitheater in front of Lake Eola. So as you, if you've ever been downtown Orlando, you're driving on the road, there's a big old theater right behind the lake, has chairs, seats, and everything. That is where the marathon is going to end. Um, It is going to start a little bit past Lake Eola. Um, So that's where it's gonna start. That's where it's gonna end. They're gonna loop around and then they're gonna go through um, the eight mile loops so obviously you talk about the course the one thing that i can tell you and it's been said many times it's a fast course we do not have hills in orlando um it's not too much of an upward surface it's not like you know boston you're running um you know up or down hill or whatever the case might be i believe boston's more downhill Um, it's not like that. This is gonna be a flat course and on any given day, it could be a very fast course. So you don't have to worry about anything like that, um, any of those factors coming into play. Based on what I know and just for further clarification, um, I'm going to be going even more in depth. I'm gonna go by the course again. Um, These are places I've walked, jogged, all these places, um, just looking at the course um, and we're going to do more of a written angle with some visuals. And so please be sure to tune in for that. Follow me on Twitter, Dom Smith underscore news. That's where I'm going to post a lot of the stuff, writing articles, training tips, how to train for it, how to prepare for it. We want everybody to be prepared because we want to put on a great show. Um, not just an Orlando thing. It could be in Nashville. It could be in New York. It could be in wherever, you know, you just want the best for each athlete that's running. So Please be sure to stay tuned for that. From what I've gathered and from what I remember, from what I've seen, even most recently, there's a couple of good things to come through. There's a lot of trees. Orlando invested a lot in trees. Um, there's a lot of shaded areas in that course. So, for example, Lake Iowa, when you're finishing, coming around Lake Iowa, there's a spot where the sun beams just really, really hard. And that spot is usually on the lake. So if you're in the middle of the lake, you're gonna feel the wrath of the sun. The good news is when you're coming around Lake Yoa, through where the course says, there's a lot of trees. There's a lot of trees. There's a lot of operating room when it comes to shade that the runners are going to enjoy. Um, I have the course right here. Um, they've done a great job over Lake, um, they're going to run by Lake Lucerne. Um, that's a shaded area. So there are different places that have shade. So I don't believe for elongated period of time, um, for an elongated period of time, rather that runners are going to be kind of, um, directly in the sun. Um, they're not going to be frying out there essentially. Well, that's the hope, um, Like I said, we're gonna go by the course again. We'll keep updating, we'll write stories, we'll take pictures, we'll do everything we can to keep everyone informed. So there will be shaded areas underneath the 408. Obviously there's an underpass um, that you run under. And so they really invested in trees. They've really invested in buildings. And one thing about it specifically in downtown Orlando, I can tell you from personal experience, there are aspects, and I believe it kind of falls into this course when there's you know more buildings, more tunnels and different things like that. Not too many in this course, if any, uh, but with the trees and everything, it could be a little cooler than it would be out in the beaming sun because you do have that shade. So I think that is a good thing. You want to start off positive. There will be shade uh, for the runners to enjoy or to have at their disposal when they're running. You may not have to worry about the sun just beaming. Obviously, you know, pray there's no hurricanes or anything like that. You know, that could mess that up. So it's a flat course there will be some trees um especially as you're running near some of the lakes. So the course is nothing I would say it's it, it's scenic in its own respect. Um you're definitely going to pass through the heart of downtown Orlando. Um so that is something that you can see, you know, roads, I don't think and that's one of the things we're going to check out that the bricks there's you know different you know, pavement places. I don't think there's too many um, aspects of that, but if there are, I have not heard about any struggles with it. It's not one of those, you know, situations where the bricks are so, you know, dismantled. And I know that the city will, if there is anything they should, and I would assume that they will, you know, do what they need to do to smooth it out. That way the runners have a safe surface to run on. So that's a little bit about the course. Um, let's get to the weather. Let's get to the weather. That's been the big elephant in the room. I've seen, you know, 90 and humid. I've seen uh, X, Y, and Z. It's a given that marathoners need great conditions to run. I will say this, Florida weathers, Florida's weather is up and down. Traditionally in the state of Florida, in early February, the temperature ranges between 64 to 74 degrees. Now, the farther north you are, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, um, Marion County, gainesville all that stuff, you're going to get cooler temperatures. That's just the way it is. North Florida traditionally gets cooler than South Florida or Central Florida. We are in Central Florida. The further south you go to the Miamis, the Fort Lauderdales, the Kendalls, you're going to get a little bit warmer weather. We're in central Florida, so we balanced it out. Last year on February 3rd, the temperature was 66 degrees and it was raining. So one of the things that you have to understand about the Florida weather is that in the winters, our coldest months usually range between mid-January and early February. Last year, we got really cold prior to January. Um, temperatures. I remember on Christmas day was in the thirties and um, it was unusually cold. I appreciated it. I've always prayed for a white Christmas. The Lord finally came through for me <laughs> when it comes to that. It didn't snow here, but usually you can expect that. Traditionally, those are our cooler months, early February and, and January. <clears throat> but one thing I will say, I've seen a lot of 90s I personally do not think it will get to 90 degrees. I don't recall. I know we have touched. I remember two days prior to uh, February 3rd being last year. So February 1st, as well as February 2nd, 84, it was 84 degrees. I don't recall it ever touching 90 Um not saying it's not impossible um, by any means i don't say that to scare anybody but just with the way the world is getting hotter just the earth the climate the atmosphere is just getting warmer when florida gets the warmest specifically in the winter it is always ahead of a cold front so what happens and in this story I'm writing, we will talk to a meteorologist, a local meteorologist, and they'll explain it better, especially giving tips to train just in case it is warm. You're gonna get um, a cold front that moves through. Sometimes you get a warm front, but the wind shift from the south. The winds come up from the south. And so those southerly winds bring in that heat, bring in that extra humidity. I will say this, regardless of the southerly winds the heat and humidity it brings it will not compare to what you will experience what we're experiencing now it is august 1st when i'm recording this i'm trying to tell you it does not get like that from a humidity standpoint in the state of florida in february but it can get a little warm it can get humid but traditionally Usually, that's why, because it's ahead of a cold front. Now, if cold front rushes rushes through on February second or February first, depending on how cold um, or how strong the cold front is, usually you're going to get lower temperatures. Um, stronger cold fronts can knock things down into the 50s, into the 40s. Like I said on Christmas Day, we were we were really cold. It was in like the upper 30s, um, at least on my Uh, television screen it was it was pretty cold and haven't been that cold um in a minute never in this state um so like i said it's just so many variables but if we're going on the fact or just going on tradition rather it's a 50 50 shot prepare as if it's going to be warm but it may not be as bad as what it's made out to be. Now, I know 75 can be warm for marathoners and that's, you know, I know that there's some conversation and there's some frustration about it being held at 12. Personally, I thought it was going to be held you know around 8. Um there are many reasons for it to be held at 12. I don't have the exact answer. It could be television reasons, who who knows. Um, you know, viewing viewership and everything. There's going to be a lot going on in Orlando. Um you know, that weekend or that week of the trials, but it's not a foregone conclusion that it is going to be hot and humid. That's just the truth. That's not my opinion. That is just the historical fact. Like I said, it was 66 degrees and it rained um, on February 3rd last year. So I don't know if that eases some anxiety um, to say that it's 50-50, but I have seen some things on Twitter, like it's gonna be hot, it's gonna be humid. It could be, you just don't know. We just do not know. Um, But yes, that is the course. There's, like I said, there's trees, there's shaded areas due to the trees along the way. Uh, We're going to update this, like I said, in the written form. We'll keep you posted on where that's published and going to take some pictures just to give, you know, a visual glimpse of what you can expect obviously uh, we will respect, you know, property and you know, privacy and all that stuff. But, you know, that is just kind of what I wanted to do. Just come on here, talk about it. This Marathon Trials is going to showcase some of the great spots in Orlando, the Milk District. There's a lot of great restaurants in the Milk District. There's a lot of famous restaurants in the Milk District. I think uh, Guy Fieri came to one of the places in that district. A lot of places to eat, drink, socialize. And it's a a great community of running. They're going to go through uh, Crystal Lake Street um, where there's Fleet Feet there. It's a running shoe store. So it's going to really showcase, you know, the heart of, you know, Orlando, Um, the people over at Track Shack. I know that they've worked really hard to help out with this. So the purpose of this, I don't know if it, you know, made anybody even more nervous or less nervous, but I know there's a lot of, you know, Anxiety going around because this is a big deal. This is the Olympic marathon trials. This is a huge deal. Everybody's preparing for it to be on that team to go to Paris. And so if you have any questions or concerns about the course, if you have any questions or concerns specifically about the weather, to go back even in more detail about the past conditions, on February 3rd, shoot me an email at, at gmail.com Message me on Instagram, lacticacidpodcast, or find me on Twitter or domsmith underscore news, please. I will be more than happy to talk with you, to give you, you know, some of the things that I know personally, how, you know, I deal with the heat, how, you know, I, you know, different nutritional tips, as well as put you in touch with people who, uh understand it from a coaching perspective from different perspectives of that nature so we want to make sure on this channel that we inform not scare hopefully that gave you some information some more information eased a little bit of the anxiety um of what's been going on i know like i said it's a highly anxious anxious time people want to make this team people want to make sure they're prepared and athlete safety is huge um Definitely understand that, but that's what I wanted to present to you all in this episode. Like I said, like, comment, subscribe, share with your mom, your dad, your friend, your cousin, whoever. If you have a dog that listens to podcasts, let them hear it too. And if they have any questions or concerns, let me know. We'll be more than happy to answer them. We will continue to do this to follow up with different stories and different ways of training just to help the athletes to keep them safe. Um, and we will also do it even more, breakdown or better yet a better breakdown from a written standpoint that way uh you can read it about the course some of the areas and just an idea going to be driving through the course going through the course tomorrow um just to make sure um and just to look at everything and so listen lactic acid we got you love peace and chicken treats appreciate everybody for listening we will catch you next time Music